What's up, y'all? Respect the chat podcast Woo. back at you. Oh, Don't yeah. call it a comeback, man. We here for episode 117. Took a little break on y'all, but we back, right? Right? Oh, yeah. We're back. We're back in business, baby. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. A lot of things happened. I moved. Mm-hmm. Um, Frankie boy got engaged. Congrats. Let's go. Rich moved into his new house. Uh-huh. Ryan started a new job, so the RDC crew is busy. Let's go. Yeah. Right? Big. Very, very busy. Big time. And we're we're approaching football. We're approaching a lot of exciting things, and the RDC crew had to make a comeback. You know, I got to always apologize when we take a little break like we did, mm-hmm. but just busy, man. Um, we really love our fans. This is something that we want to do. Um, we appreciate everybody that follows and listens to us. Hit me up, whoever has my number. If you're excited about us being back and you listen to us, I greatly appreciate it. But football season fantasy season oh, yeah. which we can't wait for we're in the family fantasy football league mm-hmm. oh my gosh i got it right oh yeah um, that's approaching too we'll be talking about fantasy and some of our favorite teams coming up here in a little bit but the first things first with summer coming to an end and fall starting oh yeah we were discussing this a little bit off the air before we got on top five things about the fall mm-hmm. that you love right what are yours all right, all right. I was actually just having this conversation uh, last week, so let me let me read you what I nice. told, told my friend. I said number one, the weather. Okay. And this is I'm saying number one, but it, this is no order. I I love them all equally, but uh, the weather for sure. I would agree with that. So I'm going to jump on along with your list too. We'll right. go one for one here. If it's the same, we'll roll with it. Weather is definitely a big one of mine. I love the weather. Oh, How, yeah. Why do you love the weather though? Well. This leads into my number two. Is okay. You could just, one, not be worrying about sweating. Oof. You know, bugs and all of that. Yeah, oh, but, bugs. Uh, I didn't even think about yeah. that either. Yeah. I just thought about that, but I really like the way, the, like the fashion, the clothes you can wear, and you can wear what you want without feeling like, oh, man, I'm going to be sweating up a storm if I wear these jeans. So yes. flannels, yeah. all that. So what do you, what do you think about that? That's a big one of mine, too. I love the fall weather. Jeans and long sleeve shirts, flannels, sweatshirts, maybe when it gets a little you know, dark out at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little campfire, you Ooh. know, being, being around a little campfire in the fall. That's, that's a, good a good comeback. Because, listen, I'm not a big campfire guy um, in the summer. I know some people are. I'm hot, man. Yeah. Now you want to add more heat to this situation? Mm-hmm. Not a good look. You want a campfire when it's a little chilly. So I like the clothes, definitely. Big fan of the clothes. And I got one for my third one that I know you're going to agree with, and that's football season being back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Both NFL and college. Love it. I absolutely love it. NFL back is the most exciting thing to me, really, the best time of the year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This next one one might be a little dicey for you. We got. But how do you feel about Halloween? I'm not a big Halloween guy, man. Okay. Okay. I'm not. One of my favorite things about fall is the, is the Harvest Fest that my mom has at the house over here. All the kids come. They dress up. Some of the people oh. who like Halloween or love Halloween, they come dressed up. It's awesome. We get to spend some time outside together playing games, you know, enjoying one each other's company. So I do like that, but I'm not a Halloween guy. But you are. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. I mean, okay. it kind of goes hand in hand. It's like I just like the festivities around it. That's cool. Kind of like Fright Candy Nights. Cool. And I'm candy. Cool candy. There we go. Candy, so. trick-or-treating, you know. I'm just dressing up. I like being able to dress up and have an excuse to, you know, do something you, you wouldn't normally do. But uh, let me tell my, you something. That's going to probably change for your brother-in-law pretty soon here because 
I have a son yep. who's now about to be six months old, Sonny. Whoa. And uh, he, you know, he's going to want to dress up. I'm going to want him to dress up. So mm-hmm. he may start to, you know, really enjoy it. And then I got to flip it. So as a parent, that may change for me. Yeah. They're coming up pretty quickly. There we go. It might, it might switch your whole vibe about it. Yes, yes, yes. But my last one, I know we were talking about this a little bit before. Um, I know my favorite part is the apple cider related foods. Apple cider itself. Yeah. Apple cider donuts. Don't get me started ooh, on that. Ooh, ooh. Apple cider both hot and cold. I like them both. Uh huh. Just you know, apple pie. Ooh. ooh. Yeah. Come on. I, I'm more of a pumpkin though, mm-hmm. so I agree with the flavor of things. I do love apple cider donuts, and I know Rich is a big fan of, of apple cider donuts as well, so he would agree with that. I'm more of a pumpkin guy though. Pumpkin okay. spice, pumpkin pie. Um, Anything pumpkin yeah. I get, pumpkin muffin bread, mm. I'm I'm down for all of that stuff. The smell of fall, just yeah. that is pumpkin to me. So I'm down for that, man. Fall is amazing. Okay. So it is approaching. We are very soon away. Um, I want to though talk about our two favorite teams. Usually we do division breakdowns in RDC, but we don't have the whole crew here. Shout out to Frankie and Rich, man. Um, we'll hopefully get them on. I think Frankie is one foot out, one foot in. In the podcast yeah, game right now, I we meet so. him back. That would be awesome to get all four of us together. That'd be great, oh, yeah. especially when you visit. If we can get us all oh, around yeah. the microphones again, oh, that would be, be amazing. I'll be back. I'll be there. We'll get that. Um, but for the time being, let's do Steelers. That's your favorite team. Cowboys, my favorite team. We'll break them down a little bit. See what each other think. Um, jump into a couple more questions I got about regular season football, and then we'll do a little fantasy. So we'll just make a little comeback episode for the crew. Let's start with the Steelers, though. Pittsburgh Steelers, to me, can be definitely well, – we, what was I saying before? Maybe like a 10-7 and 7 team? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what you were saying before. Definitely right above, above 500. 500. Yeah. I love the weapons. I love Claypool. I love uh, Johnson. I love uh, Juju. I like how they mesh together. I like what they could do. Claypool on the outside, Juju you know, playing a little bit of that slot but still being on outside, and then Johnson playing the slot – Primarily, I would love that or switch Johnson to the outside with his speed. Oh, my gosh. And Juju on the inside. They could do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense I love. The defense I think is top two defenses in the league, if not the best. I think them and Tampa Bay have locked down defenses that they could really put their offense in a really good position so that they're not being overwhelmed with having to score a ton of points, mm-hmm. which I don't think Pittsburgh is necessarily going to do. But I like the addition of Najee Harris. I like that draft pick a lot. Not quite sure about the offensive line. But I love Pittsburgh with a pass catching back and a guy who could also take the handoff and run up in the gaps, you know. And the big question to me is Ben. Is he going to stay healthy? And more important than healthy, does he have the juice left in the tank? What do you think? Well, I'm, I mean, I got a couple of things I want, I want to mention. But first, I'm okay. going to disagree with everything you said because I, I love the offensive weapons. The, the three wide receivers you mentioned are three of my favorite guys on the team. Uh, I love the Najee Harris addition. I think that's exactly what we needed, a running back who is skilled at both running the football, getting out into space, catching the football, and also just someone who knows that it's his job to get things done at the end of the day. Of course, blocking is going to be uh, a big part. It's going to make his job a whole lot easier. But he said it himself when they were interviewing him. 
that he, his job is to make the first guy miss. If he's not making the first guy miss, he's not doing his job, what, no matter where it is. So, um, I, I like that mindset, even if because it's you know it's a it's a cop out for a lot of running backs. Like, well, you know, what do you expect me to do? My offensive line stinks, but it's just a mindset, you know, is correct as it might be, you know. I just like the mindset that he has going into it, but. Um, Ben is is a really big question mark. Obviously, his health, yeah. just his his ability to to still play. And with that being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on my first point. Is I think that the way we started the season yet uh, last year with going what undefeated for ten games in a, however many games in a row, mm-hmm. um, we were getting the ball out so quickly, super quickly. Ben was just letting it go. He wasn't giving uh, the defense any time to get pressure on him. The receivers were running quick routes, and it would set up the deep routes. But I think that with the addition, and this all ties into one, with the with the addition and, and substitution of the offensive coordinator is going to be massive. I think mm-hmm. it, this is going to be a great, great um, experience for, for uh, Steelers fans because – their offense coordinator they have now is the f- old former offense coordinator of the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, oh, wow. His name is Matt Canada, and he, he moved on to the Steelers after a couple good seasons with Pitt. But when we had him, our offense was electric. We were running all sorts of gamesmanship and, and just crazy routes that you, you wouldn't really expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but mixing in with the hard nose, you know, Pittsburgh-style, run-it-up-the-gut type offense where – it's going to catch you off guard. That's the problem I think that we have had with our old offense coordinator is you know what you're going to get with when Pittsburgh lines up on offense. You know, you're going to run the ball two, three downs, and if you've got third and long, Ben's going to get a shotgun and throw it. It's There's nothing exciting about it, but it's also nothing new to a defense about it. So I think what Matt Canada brings on that side of things is going to be really exciting. And the defense speaks for itself. Uh, obviously, you mentioned it. I don't even need to bring up the defense, but we we I love the additions we made. Melvin Ingram being the first one, uh, Joe Schobert being the next uh, from the Jaguars. I I love these additions to the team, and I'm really I'm really excited. I if I had to put a number on it, I'd say 11 and six is is I'd be happy with 11 and six this season. Nice, yo! I forgot about those two additions, Melvin Ingram. And Joe, what's his name? Schobert. Schubert. Schobert. I remember when he was with the Browns, man. This guy was so solid. Super athletic. Great cover guy. Definitely a dude to mix in there um, with that defense. Perfect. Melvin Ingram off the edge. Mm-hmm. Really like what he provides coming over from Sandy. Um, L- the Los LA. Angeles Chargers. <laughs> now, um, love what he does as well. Really good news hearing about this offensive coordinator and the things that he could do. I'm happy that you're excited about it. Because that's what I want to hear out of Steeler fans, you know. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of like, what are the Steelers going to look like? Going to be a disappointing year? Going to be a transitional year? I hear that a lot coming out of the Pittsburgh camp and a lot of the fans. But it's good to hear some positivity out of you. And I know Pat as well. Pat, you know, our family member who's a big Pittsburgh Steeler fan as well. Um, trying to be a little more positive out there. So I like this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, going into a season that we haven't had a, neg- a, a losing season in 18 years now, however long, yeah. why are we going to go into a season thinking we're, you know, we 
really haven't lost much. We've gained more than we've lost, that's for sure. Um, I like that. I like the Schobert pickup. I like that he like he can go sideline to sideline. We needed one of those guys um, to deepen the linebacker in court, obviously. But um, in terms of just being, I that's my number one thing about fans in general. Just like when you're going into a season, there's certain fan bases you know who can be negative. If you your front office isn't doing the things you want them to do. Um, you haven't had a winning season however long. You're not drafting great. Uh, Steelers fans, we are spoiled. We're very, very spoiled. <laughs> so if we're not making a Super Bowl run every year, it's going to be a disappointment, obviously. But I'm excited for the, just to see the new guys, the young guys get playing. I'm excited to see what happens with Ben in one of his last seasons. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited for the new offensive coordinator. Just It, it, feels, it all feels refreshing. And I'm, I'm excited for a new season. Uh, I'm definitely, definitely. excited. Definitely. I agree, man. That's um, as a person who lives in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. um, been to the great city, city of Pittsburgh numerous times. Now, with you living there, love that place. Absolutely love Pittsburgh and everything oh, yeah. that it offers. The people, the, the, the food, the environment, the, just everything, man. Just like an awesome sports town that you want to live in um, and visit. And I, I want to see them do good. I really do. Um, Rich is a big Ravens fan. It'd be interesting to hear what he has to say mm-hmm. about his take on them. We'll get that hopefully at some point. Let's jump over to the Cowboys and give me a little bit of your Cowboys breakdown before That's I cool. give you mine. Okay. What do you think they do this year? So just from a general perspective, I'm really excited that Dak's back. Uh, that was horrible to watch last year. I know we were together when that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing the downfall of the Cowboys after that, I think that it's going to be a nice bounce back year for them. I think that it's a it's a very good opportunity for them to show, hey, this is the guy. When he's healthy, when he when he's actually in there doing things, where we can be a dangerous offense. Um, I haven't heard much about the defense. I don't know what, how that's going to look. I know how it looked last year, but um, I'm excited about the weapons you guys have. I, I think Zeke having a bit of a fall off year last year had a lot to do with Dak going down. So mm-hmm. I think that Dak being back is going to be good for him. Um, and I think that the wide receiver core is going to be ready to go. I think Amari Cooper coming back is good. Uh, mm-hmm. I think C.D. Lamb is going to be comfortable now in his second season going in. Uh, if he's not, I know there's some, some COVID-related issues with him, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be anything too long-term, no? Yeah, she should be back. A lot of those guys mm-hmm. um, who they kind of ran to that issue with, the Cowboys are one of those teams who are almost 100% fully vaccinated from what I heard. So mm-hmm. a lot of those guys should be back pretty quickly here. Okay. Yeah. And then on top of that, Michael Gallup as well. Just like the, the weapon. I'm, I'm a fan of the uh, weapons that they're going to have coming in. And it's going to be a tough division. Uh, the NFC East is always a, a toss-up in my opinion. But I think that the top of their – um, list of priorities would be to win that division, in my opinion. Yeah, got to win that division first. That always comes first. And I think that that's something that we will do. I think Washington can challenge us. I think that's the only team in that division that should challenge us. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Giants are very good, and I don't think that the Eagles are very good. I think the Giants are better than the Eagles, but not quite there enough, depending on if Daniel Jones take a, takes a huge leap up and really starts to perform this year. Maybe the Giants could be better than what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So the Cowboys really got to 
have a better record than Washington, but they shouldn't even be looking in their division to, to win that division because that should be happening. They should be looking, you know what? We got to beat the elite teams in the NFL because mm-hmm. for the Cowboys, the last couple of years, it's been the big narrative been, well, they beat bad teams, but they lose to good teams. That has to end. Right. That has to go away. They need to start beating the Chiefs, the Steelers, um, you know, teams in their own division like the Washington and the Rams and the Niners and the Seahawks, the Packers, the Vikings, teams like that. They need to beat those teams. Yeah. Those teams need to be beat. Um, and then we could really start talking about this team is where they need to be. Dak being back is amazing. Dak's one of my favorite players in the NFL and in sports, period. The way people feel about LeBron is the way I feel about Dak Prescott. That guy, hmm. that's my guy, man. I'm, I, went, I was hurting when he went down. So happy he's back. So happy he got paid. Another thing that happened, just the RDC crew. Oh, yeah. That got, got paid. paid. Um, Zeke, I think, had an off year one year. You know, guy went off, and some people start forgetting that this guy won the rushing title multiple years in a row after being in the league. So he's definitely going to make a comeback. Lost a bunch of weight. Looks really good. Oh, yeah. Um, C.D. Lamb in his second year. He's on fire. Just watch Hard Knocks. They're blowing <laughs> him up. Um, Michael Gallup is that sneaky good receiver that I think a lot of teams are going to forget about, and he could have a solid year. Amari Cooper, I think, looks healthy and ready to go. Amari is one of the best route runners in the NFL, so I love that. We give Blake Jarwin back, a tight end who was really solid for us, super athletic. So the offensive side of the ball was never an issue. The defensive side was always an issue, but I think a big thing of that was getting a real defensive coordinator, and Dan Quinn is a real defensive coordinator. And we got him, former coach of the Falcons, former coach of the Legion of Boom in Seattle. He's going to do real big things over there. Mm-hmm. And he's got to get his guys, which I love the Malik Hooker pickup okay. from Indianapolis Colts. He's a high draft pick out of Ohio State that nobody's really talking about this guy going to the Cowboys. I'm pumped about having him at safety because we always needed a guy in the back end. I think Trayvon Diggs, a corner, is going to really take a big step up. Yep. Drafting Micah Parsons out of Penn State. Huge pickup. That guy's freakishly athletic. The defensive line is always solid. Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith at the linebacker spots. This team is good. This team is very good on paper. Very good. Will they put it together? Will they win the games that matter? That's to be seen. Mm-hmm. You know, when the kick- kickoff comes in a week or so ago, when they start the season off against the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that's we have to win that game. Yeah. If we want to be a real team, we got to win that game, not have a good game, not, you know, have a good game in the sense of like, oh, you know, we only lost by a touchdown or it was close. You got to win. Punch them in the mouth right off the bat in their own stadium and let's get it started, man. That's a big game that will really show me what they're about. Um, the first four games will, but that one will really open it up. So I'm excited about the Cowboys, if y'all can't tell. I like it. I really think this is a – season where success like all the other years is definitely something that all you know media and everybody's talking about that's everyone keeps the cowboys in their mouth <laughs> so then they're wondering why oh the cowboys are gonna win it this year again i'm never that person that's gonna like they're gonna win it every year but they put a team together for the last couple years here that have been very well and have been underachieving yeah. so they have to they have to achieve not overachieve they gotta achieve what they're capable of um but I really like I really like Dan Quinn being there. I think he turns this around. So um, I don't know what to say on what their record is going to be. I don't want to do that. 
I don't for some reason because uh, I'm gonna be Frankie may hear it or Rich may hear it and they may hold it to it. I know the rest of y'all out there won't hold me to it, but they will win the division. They will win the NFC East and they will make it to the playoffs and they will make a run. How about that? I'll give you that. Go. All right, I like that. I All like right, that. surprise. Who is your surprise team of the year? And what I mean by that is like one that not many people think is gonna be really good. Maybe they had a couple, you know players move on or maybe um they got some new players in that could turn things around mm-hmm. new coach whatever it may be but not like an obvious one where people are that's the chiefs the yeah, buccaneers yeah. you know everyone knows about those teams even even the cowboys and the steelers they're gonna be really solid teams who's one that not many people have on their radar what do you think i think the big one for me is gonna be the la rams I think okay. the Rams are going to get back to form, back to, you know, not too long ago they were in the Super Bowl competing for a Super Bowl, um, winning a Super Bowl, you know, like uh, they, they were doing those sort of things. Um, what was it? Where was I going with this? Yeah, I think that the L.A. Rams are, are going to be the team to watch out for. I love Matthew Stafford over there. Ooh. I love that defense. Uh, I love Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, uh, the rest of the guys over there. I, I like the pickup of Sony Michelle uh, yeah. with Cam Akers going down. I, I like the depth they have at running back. Their wide receivers, of course, with with uh, Higby at tight end, Cup, mm. uh, and Bobby Woods. You know, we like Bobby Woods. Bobby um, Woods. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Uh they always got a good offensive line. Sean McVay is a great coach. Yeah, that was my been next un- one, McVay. Achieving. They've been underachieving, and they For need sure. to really blow up. I think they're flying under the radar. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it'll be a, a really good opportunity for Matthew Stafford. I know a lot of people have given him praise in the past and, and have, have honestly kind of made excuses for him. Uh, and and yeah. some people, some people, uh, you know, I, I feel like you get both ways. You get Matthew Stafford could be great if he wasn't on Detroit, and then you get – well, Matthew Stafford all this time, he played with, you know, all these players and he still didn't do anything. So I think this is a good opportunity for him to prove himself and, and what could be, you know, an, another prime of his career. The next couple of years could be his real, you know, time to show out. I think mm-hmm. I think it could be really interesting for them. I think they have a better season for sure. That's one of the teams I'm predicting to be better this season than they were last. I like it. I'm definitely on board for that one. Mine is the Denver Broncos. And the reason why is they got Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater brought to life the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers came out from the depths of where the Carolina Panthers, you know, after Cam left, everyone's going to be like, what what are they going to be? You know, he did very well over there. I think he did very well with McCaffrey and the rest of that crew over there made them look really good last year, Um, as good as they're going to look. But I think Denver is a really good spot for him. I really do. And, <clears throat> excuse me, whoa, Denver just named him the starter, which is awesome. I think they that's something that they already should have done. Mm-hmm. Um, Teddy Bridgewater definitely over there is going to mesh well with um, Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, who's going to work his way back from injury. I think he's pretty much ready to go at this point. Uh, Noah Font, uh, Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay moved on. But I like Melvin Gordon being over there. And I got somebody else who I can't quite remember who it is also at running back. But that crew over there with the defense uh, and Bradley Chubb, you uh, remember who the other running back was? You said you mentioned Melvin Gordon and somebody else came over. Right, right. Right? Uh, from, 
from there. Um, I could look at their roster if I find it here in a second. Player... He, he's actually he's actually uh, Javante. Uh, yes, Javante. Williams, right? Williams, yes, yes. yes. I was going to say Green, from... but that's a basketball player. But is, anyway. is, is he the guy from um, Green Bay? I think so. No, no, no. That's Jamal Williams. That's Jamal Williams. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they... Javante Williams, I think is a, uh, I think he's a rookie. Rookie, yes, rookie, yeah. yes. So I, I like his excitement. I like the I like Patrick Sertan being drafted. Von Miller is there. Bradley Chubb is there. They got Kyle Fuller now over from the Bears. Great pickup. So I really like the Denver Broncos. Um, I like Drew Locke kind of waiting in the wings there, kind of getting some gems from um, Teddy Bridgewater in case Teddy goes down for some reason. Mm-hmm. They got a good backup. So I'm I, I'm definitely excited about the Denver Broncos. Um, I thought possibly Aaron Rodgers would make a move there. That whole Aaron Rodgers huh. thing went down in, amongst RDC's hiatus, which yeah. we don't know how to discuss. But um, they are still in really good shape. The Denver Broncos are my um, so sneaky surprise team. And Ryan's is the Rams. Yes. Now, on the flip side of things, a team that everybody thinks is going to be really good. Mm. But you say, nah, they're going to they, maybe possibly stink. Who do you think? Do you have oh, one? Yeah, I got one, but it's gonna be hard to say. Oh, oh man, I, <laughs> I think to all you RDC listeners out there, come on. I don't think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are gonna be as good this year. Okay. I know, I know, I know. Okay, I know, I know. They surprise. I think. Let me say this. Obviously, coming from a Super Bowl win. You know, the next season, if you're not winning the Super Bowl, you went down. So, right. It's obviously that that might be a gimme, but I'm not. I'm not saying that either. I think that last year, the Buccaneers surprised a lot of people okay. with how, especially after Week One. You know, uh, Week One they looked horrible. Uh, they they looked like they had no idea what was going on. Uh, losing to the Saints, I believe, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they, I think they got him back. At, yeah, they uh, did. They got him back somewhere middle of the season. But once they get to the playoffs, that's the thing. Once they get to the playoffs, Tom Brady takes over. And yeah. I'm not saying anything about Tom Brady, anything like that. I just think the rest of the squad, like Mike, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, the defense, I think they're all going to be solid. I think they're going to be a great team. I don't think they're going to stink. Okay. But I don't think they're going to make it to – the conference championship. Okay. Even. I think they, I think they, they'll make the playoffs. There's a lot of talk of undefeated. Yeah. Of I know. This, this is why I'm saying what I'm saying. They're, okay. they're one of the favorites to win again. People okay. are saying, oh, they might go 17-0. They might go undefeated all the way to the Super Bowl even. And I... I listen. I, I am saying, let's slow down with that. I'm not saying they're going to be trash. Okay. None of that, but I'm nah, hearing a lot. You can't say that, right? You can't say nah, that. Nah, nah. Frankie but Boy's going to be happy about this. I'm hearing a lot of, of chatter like you just mentioned that made me say that. Yeah. Oh, undefeated. Oh, Tampa Bay. I'm like, oh, they're going to be good. Of course they're going to be good. But are they going to go undefeated? Are they going to win another Super Bowl? I don't mm, I don't <laughs> know. We'll see. Right. We'll see. So... That's an interesting one. I did not think you were yep. going to say that, and I, I didn't quite know where you were going to go mm-hmm. after you 
um, started it, I said, oh, boy, I don't know what's, what's going to happen here. But, okay, I hear that because I think a lot of the chatter is undefeated, right. um, repeat, even if not undefeated, but repeat, going to the Super Bowl and winning. I think once you got that target on your back, teams come for you a little bit harder, mm-hmm. which is the obvious. So they're going to get everyone's best. You know, I'm not saying anything that's, you know, monumental here, but yeah. I think that's true. And it's hard to repeat, especially in the NFL. So I definitely see Tampa Bay having a little hiccup here. Um, I do see them. You said what? Conference? You don't see them going past the conference? I don't see them getting to the conference championship. Getting to the conference championship, mm-hmm. which I, I, which if they win their division might be a cakewalk for them, but still, if they win their division, they'll get the lowest lowest seed in the conference championship, right? Well, not necessarily depending, yeah. depending on their right. overall record, but if they right. they get automatically a, a easier game in the first round of the playoffs, depending what their record is, obviously. But. Right, right. That's what I meant by yeah. So, oh man, yeah. I don't think you're far off. I don't think they repeat. I really don't. I don't think they repeat, and I don't think they go 17-0. So let's at least say that. So I agree with you. Okay. Um, my team is the Packers. Packers. Um, I think there's a lot of animosity over there in Green Bay. A lot of, like, the underlying, like, I don't like you and I don't want to be here mm-hmm. by your best player, your leader, your guy who makes the engine go. Um, and there's a lot of, like, oh, we'll make you happy. We'll get uh, Randall Cobb back. Um, we'll sign you for the year, but you know we know you're gonna bounce after that. And then there's other talk like, oh, they'll, they'll mend the relationship. You know everything. Nah, man, that it's 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 rough over there. I don't. I would be surprised if Aaron Rodgers finishes out the year as a Green Bay Packer. Wow. I think mid year, you know, he may <laughs> say, "I'm out." You know, get me out of here, type thing. Trade wow. me. Um, I don't know. That's a great. That's a really like big surprise if that happens. But I don't think Green Bay is going to be very good. And I know a lot of teams like, well, if Aaron Rodgers comes back, they're like a, you know, one of the best teams in the NFL. I don't know, man. I, I don't agree with that. I think they're the same, doing the same thing year after year and not getting, you know, the result they want. I don't think they, let me just check real quick of who is in their division. And even if I think they're going to win. Bears, Lions, Packers, Vikings. So you think they got to win their division. I think the Vikings are going to be better than what people keep giving them credit for. Um, I think they win their division, the Packers, but I agree with you. I don't think they win the next game after that. Okay. I think they have a first-round loss. Wow. In the playoffs. Boom. Out. See you. Packers done. Wow. So I had the Packers. Ryan had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Uh-huh. Um, fantasy football. Let's get into that. A Let's little go. Bit. Family fantasy football league, which we're all in. We'll focus on that a little bit for a second here. Um, I have the ninth pick. Mm-hmm. What pick do you have? I have the fourth pick. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. How do you feel about your pick? You were saying a little bit earlier today, but I want to hear it over the air. How do you feel about the fourth? Fourth pick? Fourth. Number four. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm not too happy. I haven't been too happy about it, but there's been something today that changed my mind a little bit. Did okay. a mock draft today, and I, I really like the team that I, I put together. I don't think that I'm going to end up with the same team based on, you know, just knowing how the guy, being, you know, my third year in this league, and you guys have been doing it for who knows how long. But I'm starting to get an idea of what everyone's where everyone's head's at from year to year. Yeah. And I don't think I'm going to get the guys that I got today based off that. Not based off of, you know, I got 
I was mock drafting with some scrubs. They didn't know who to pick, but yeah, yeah, just like certain guys that we were with have certain biases, and I was yeah. getting some guys that I was really happy with, but I was like, no way this guy falls to to me here. You know what I mean? So it seems like mock drafts, as great as they are to do, and I love them. It's mm. another thing I love about fall mock drafts. Oh yeah, you know I do those way too early. Um, is you? You're doing it sometimes with people who are in and they auto draft, or you do it with some people where they don't even fill out at least the starters. I like, I feel like you got to fill out the starters and then you could dip out if you want. But it's like, there's no way these guys are falling to me, right? In, in, in a real draft, you know, who, who are playing, who's in this mock drafts? So, who did you end up with at four then that you feel like were you okay with, but it was after that where you're like, I don't think this is going to happen? Well. Well, I'll start with four. I don't think that this guy's going to fall to me at four. And I can say this because I don't think any of the guys that are above me besides Rich would, would tune in. But the champ from last year, um, Camara Virus. Yeah, my cousin John, yeah. Cousin John. Camara ruined Christmas. Let's just say that. Alvin Kamara ruined Christmas. He stole Christmas. He, was the he dropped 56 points on my head. 90 years. He had a 90-year career game where that hasn't happened in 90 years. And I lost by, like, not even 10 points in the, in the finals. And Alvin Kamara had 56 of them. So yeah. the guy Corey. that was falling to me was Alvin Kamara in these mock drafts. And I just can't see – I can't see – John passing on Kamara after the year that he gave him. I don't know. Maybe he's got other ideas with no Drew Brees, you know, Jameis Winston throwing down the field. Maybe he, he doesn't – maybe he sees something else. But I've been getting Derrick Henry, and I've been getting Alvin Kamara. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm okay with both. I would, I would prefer Kamara. Okay. Uh, just from the sheer PPR value that he, that he gets where – you can throw out to him screens. Derrick Henry, they're handing him the ball and he's running. You know, oh, they're yeah. they're not trying to, they're not throwing him screens or anything like that. You know, I'm sure they'll mix it in here and there, but um, I just think if four, you're gonna get a really good running back. Mm. Um, let's just say it goes McCaffrey. Um, I, if Dalvin you get Cook. Henry, that'd be crazy too. Derrick Henry is ridiculous. To me, it's got to go. He's got to go one or two, Derrick Henry. Let's just say it's McCaffrey, Henry. You get Cook is in there, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on, I don't know the quite the draft order. Do you know what John? The, I couldn't. I was looking for the the um the thread of us yeah. with the chat. I can't find it because it's in so, there. I was looking to see. So one, one is Rich. Rich, he's gonna go McCaffrey. Yes, he's definitely gonna go McCaffrey. Um, if, if Johnny's two, in the top. Yeah, who's two? Two is uh, Eddie, I think. Okay, Eddie is yeah. Can he can either go Henry or Cook? I could see. Then cousin John. Cousin John can go Zeke. Really? You don't think he goes Camara? He may because of the success that he had last year. So oh. you're gonna end. You are. You're gonna end up with either Henry, Camara, Cook. I Cook. see them with Henry, Cook, or Zeke. I think is is your look right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Henry, I'm giving up the hope on Kamara because I don't think I don't think John passes up on Kamara after the yeah. year he gave him. Because that's year. what I was gonna say. If Johnny's in a, a pick above you, he is. He's one top pick. three picks. If you have four, 
there's a good chance he goes Kamara or he goes Zeke. I think that's where Johnny's head is right now. I think Rich goes McCaffrey. It's all about where Eddie, what Eddie does. Yeah. I, if, he, if he takes if he takes Henry, I'll take Cook. If he takes Cook, I'll take Henry. Yeah, but yeah. Um, you, you don't want Zeke. Uh, I I would take Zeke mm-hmm. if I had the fifth pick. Okay, but, see, I could see Zeke being a top pick. <sighs> One. Yeah, see, I mean, he's due. He's definitely due. The guy gets a lot of goal line touches. He gets a lot of handoffs. If Dak is in there all year, they look great together. Here's another thing I forgot about when I was going on my Cowboys rant. Mm-hmm. Cowboys offensive line is all back now. Last year, they did not have a starting offensive line. All their starters were out. Wow. Every one of their starters were gone, and no one realized that. Now it's from like the jump of the year. You know, We were losing guys in preseason and guys retiring and guys getting hurt. It, it was crazy. By week four, we had nobody left. So I love the comeback year that Zeke is going to have. If I was at four and I was you, that would be my pick. It, would be, it wouldn't be Kamara because – You'd pass on Kamara. This is why. I don't know what that's going to look like with Jameis Winston at quarterback. Okay. Is Jameis Winston going to throw the ball down the field a ton? Is Jameis Winston going to be able to be looked at as a quarterback where defenders aren't going to stack the box and say – we're going to spy and we're going to stop Alvin Kamara. No Michael Thomas. You got to remember that too. Yeah. Michael Thomas is going to miss the first couple games. No slam boy. So the best player on the field is the running back in the backfield, Alvin Kamara, who's a stud. And I love, I love having him on the squad. And believe me, I mean, how do you pass on him? I think it's, you got to even go for him, whether even if you think the way I'm thinking too. But that would be my argument with him. Mm-hmm. Um, Del- Derek Henry to me is phenomenal. If you end up with him, Delvin Cook has always been phenomenal. If you end up with him, I don't think you end up with McCaffrey. I think yeah, I think Rich. I think I, Rich. And even if Rich doesn't, I, I there's two other guys that'll go McCaffrey. Yeah, right. And right. So, so I, I like you have four. Now let's talk about this. On the way back of four, what'd you get in the mock? Do you remember? So in the mock, I was getting exactly who I want. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but I want okay. Najee Harris on my way back. Okay. I want okay. Najee Harris on the way back. I don't know if I'll get him. Pat, if you're listening, <laughs> I don't know what pick you have. Well, let me see what pick Pat has before I say anything. I already said it, but let me see what pick he has. He has got... Seven, right? What was Pat's name again in the in the thing? I don't remember, but he did answer in the homies chat today after you said that. He was like, oh, I still, I didn't like my spot either. The value six. Oh, six. Better six. luck next. So he's he might be a little too mm, – see, because he'll get six, and then he'll come back and get the 14th. Oh, man, that's right around the time that Harris tricky. is getting picked, man. <laughs> oh, I don't that's like gonna, that. Here's what I – I have nine, right? Right. Um, yeah, at, what are you thinking around there? No, that's I, interesting. You have nine or ten? You have nine. I have nine? You were DeAndre the Giants, right? Yes. Yeah, that, you, you, are, okay. you are at nine. So this is my this is what my thought is. I don't who's after me, do you know? Gron, who was Gronky Kong? Gronky Whoever Kong. Whoever had Gronk. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Uh, at nine, would only be in a ten team league. Yes. I'm gonna go with my ninth pick, Tyreek Hill. That's where I'm gonna oh, go. Oh, okay. Because of the explosiveness, he's 
like a running back too. He has, you know, he catches a ton of plays. Patrick Mahomes loves him and Kelsey, right? I'm going to go him because the guy at 10, I don't want him to be tempted to take him because I really love him as being maybe the top receiver in the NFL this year. Okay. So I'm going to go him, and then 10 going to make their two picks. Then it's going to swing back up to me, and I'm going to go, if I can, like Austin Eckler or something like that. On, on the way back. On the way back. Austin oh. Eckler, Nick Chubb. Where's Austin Eckler at now? Austin Eckler is with the Rams, uh, with the, with with the, the Chargers. Chargers. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. And now the offensive coordinator who was in New Orleans for all those years, speaking of Alvin Kamara, is now the offensive coordinator or the head coach, maybe he's the head coach, actually, of the Chargers. So that's what they're saying is going to be the new Kamara's Austin Eckler. Wow. So that's where I'm looking to go. If If it happens, okay, great. If not, I'm cool with Nick Chubb and Tyreek Hill. I'm cool with that. I don't know what the running back game is going to look like. Like so, I'm most likely gonna go Hill because I don't want the tenth guy to be tempted to tank to get Hill unless something insane happens and one of those really awesome running backs, like maybe Barkley, that can go that too. I'm, I'm not scared to go Aaron like Jones. right Aaron Jones. I'm not scared to go Tyreek Hill, Barkley. Okay, you know right. or. Or I really want Tyreek Hill, but if I go Barkley before the tenth guy goes, because the tenth guy is Joe, Pat's yeah. brother was a Giant fan, he may go Barkley, um, because because Barkley's to me, no one knows exactly what's going to happen with him. You know, mm-hmm. he's coming off an injury. Is he ready to go? But if I can get him late like that, you know, maybe maybe early second round, late first round, I don't know. I'm either going to go Tyreek Hill, Barkley, or Barkley before the other guy goes, and then swoop up and hope I get Tyreek Hill. And if I don't, you know, grab Devontae Adams or something like that. But I think I go I think I go Hill first and then I let the other guy see what he's gonna do. And if Barkley comes to me, great. If not, I think I get Eckler and I'm pumped about it and I move on or Chubb, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I think when it comes back up to you, I think I think Najee Harris may be there, but <sighs> I really good. hope he is. That's my I have I have such a good strategy. I really hope that he's part of it. It's going to be a dice roll. It definitely is. So I got one. I got the first pick. I wanted to ask you this in, um, which we kind of really discussed it, in my league that I'm in with my boy Josh that I've been in forever. Um, Last time I had the number one pick in this league, I picked Adrian Peterson, and then he decided to, you know, do the, you know, um, he got, got, you know, kicked out of the NFL for what he did to his his kid, Mm -hmm. um, lost him for the year. That's the last time I had the number one pick. So I'm redeeming myself well, now. Now, do I go McCaffrey? Do I go Henry? Well, I'll, I'll I've been thinking about thing. Zeke. Wow. I'll tell you one thing. It's from someone who had the number one pick last year. Yeah. As recent as last year. And I picked McCaffrey. Yeah. <laughs> and he played three games. Mm-hmm. And I still made it to the to the championship. Could you imagine if if he played all year? Could you imagine oh. if my number one pick played all season? I still made it to the championship. I think though what what the best move you made last year was picking up Mike Davis. Oh yeah, yeah. That sure. move saved your team. Yeah. That move allowed you to recover from McCaffrey, which most people would have took a hit on McCaffrey and been maybe this 
now you know scrapping for a trade or someone off the waiver wire something mm-hmm. like that you ended up with mike davis and then the other part was you made the great move mike davis actually did phenomenal yeah you know what i'm saying no one yeah. knew mike davis before mm-hmm. mike davis blew up last year now he's in atlanta yeah Atlanta too. I still love him. I like Mike Davis. Period. And then, um, and then Calvin Ridley broke out, and then Travis Calvin Kelsey Ridley had the monster out, year. Kelsey. Yeah, you had a really, really solid squad. Very solid. Um, so at one, it. say you had one, what would you go with? Twelve team league, and see, you got one. It's see, a little different than a ten team league. And I'm a little biased, but I would, I would give McCaffrey the chance to redeem himself if it were me. But that's I, just. But that's just because I had him, and I got such a such a bare ta- bitter taste in my mouth because he dropped thirty the first game, boom came out. I was like, "That's my number one pick. That's what I'm talking about." Mm-hmm. Next game, twenty nine. Next game after that, no. Second game, he had twenty nine and got hurt, so he didn't even finish the game, and he had twenty nine fantasy points. Yeah, he's unbelievable. He was gone for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks. They just keeps they kept extending it, extending it, extending it. He comes back for one game, has 30, re-aggravates the injury. Aye, aye, aye. Now, with how bad the Panthers were, or, or how not good they were, because they weren't horrible, <laughs> but they weren't great, they're saying, why are we bringing back our franchise guy for week 16? Why are we bringing back our franchise guy for week 14? You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just not, we're not doing that. So, no. fantasy Sad. playoffs comes around. He's out of the picture. He's done. They shut him down for the year, and I have McCaffrey, who scored 100 points in three games, Oof. which is nuts when you think about it. Yeah. But. Now, I think this is what my thought is. If Teddy Bridgewater is there, I say, man, I'm really confident about taking Christian McCaffrey. I really like that, you know? But now with Sam Darnold, not I, as much. What are they going to – I don't know what they're going to look like because I think Sam Darnold, I don't think he's great. And by that, when I usually say that, I, I mean the guy stinks. stinks. Yeah. You know, I, but, I, but I do think that that offense and especially – um, who's the offensive coordinator's name again from LSU? Joe Brady. Joe, man, I love that dude. Mm-hmm. I think Joe Brady is going to really do good things. I think he can revive Sam Darnold. Um, I, he loves Christian McCaffrey. He's going to make him the focal point there. They paid Robbie Anderson some money. Um, they, that team, that team could do very well. They they drafted defensive wise, um, defensive guys to make that defense better. So I think they're going to definitely be good. I think I have to go McCaffrey because he's just overall to me the consensus number one. Yeah, and I think Henry is the consensus too. I've had really? I had Henry last year. He's a monster, man. Monster. Think so? I'd love to surprise everybody and go Zeke in that league. But I, I can't pass McCaffrey. So that's, I think, what I'll do at one. And I'll let you know how it goes. I'm yeah. sure you'll be tuning in. Now, what's something you would do different this year that you've never done in the past in fantasy? Or, or would you? Would there be something like a draft, like you maybe draft a quarterback real high that you haven't done before? Maybe grab two receivers before grabbing a running back? Oh. Grab, you know, gr- what? what do you think? Now... I'll tell you one thing about our family fantasy football league is that I like that we had, we get three wide receivers. Most leagues, only two. And um, one of my favorite parts of my draft strategy is that I do not care who I have at quarterback. 
I will figure out a quarterback <laughs> every week, which is what I did last year. I I drafted who was my quarterback? I drafted Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, that was my that was my quarterback to start the year. He I had him for two games. I had Joe Burrow on my bench. I gave Joe Burrow a chance. He, he had a great year for when he was in. He got hurt. I made a trade for Cam. Cam got me rushing touchdowns, but couldn't really perform with his arm. I picked up Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts got me touchdowns. It, I can always find a quarterback. In my opinion, I can always find a quarterback who's gonna quarterback's gonna score twenty. I'm not gonna yeah. have I'm not gonna have the guy I'm not gonna have the Lamar Jackson, the Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers that'll put up a 30, 40. But I'll get I'll get twenty out of my quarterback spot and I'll let the rest of my guys, skill players, do the work. Mm-hmm. So in terms of drafting strategy, I think we're gonna stick with that. Um, the only thing that will change my mind is if I get to a position and I'm not liking any of the guys around it. I'm I'm not feeling like reaching, going a deep dive, and a guy like Josh Allen or Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson, and one of those guys are there. Because mm-hmm. granted, I think the Lamar Jacksons, I think the Patrick Mahomes, and, and maybe even Josh Allen's of the world too. Um, he might be more borderline, but I think they're going a lot higher than I'm willing to to spend on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I get to a position somewhere, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth round where I'm like, okay, dang, I don't like any of these guys, but there's a really, really solid QB there. Maybe I'll do it, but I, I really like drafting up the running backs, wide receivers, maybe even get a backup tight end if I don't get a top tight end, and just letting the quarterback situation play itself out. I like it. Um, I was thinking the one crazy thing I might do this year is like pick a quarterback and like the – like, so say I got nine, right? I go Tyreek Hill, Austin Eckler, or Barkley, something like that. Comes back down to me, and I go, like, Mahomes. All right. Match him up so with the Tyreek. opposite of my strategy. Yeah, and match him like up with Tyreek Hill, you know? Go Mahomes, then it swings back up to me, and I grab another running back and or another receiver, something like that. But I go I go quarterback really early um, on that come on that in the third round you know i could see myself doing something like that but i agree with you i hope i don't because i think this is a a really deep wide receiver class this year Mm -hmm. and i don't want to stress out on wide receivers if i can get tyree kill and really have that great rod receiver i think i can get complimentary guys over there like you said we play numerous ones in that league but i think i can get a bunch of guys there I was going to – sorry, I didn't mean to cut you Yeah, yeah. I was going to say super quickly, I think that that's the most important thing, getting your wide receiver one and then yeah. having some compliments around him. I think if you get your wide, you get your running backs and you get your wide receiver one that you like, the rest mm-hmm. of the guys can be can be plugged in week by week if, if need be. But I right. agree, it's definitely a deep wide receiver class this, this season. Yeah, so maybe like Hill, Barkley, Eckler, swing back down, get another running back. And then 10 goes twice, and if Jackson or Mahomes or Josh Allen are there, snack one of those up. That I could see myself doing. Something that I may do this year that's a little tricky. I want to ask you a couple questions here. More or less touchdowns? Ezekiel Elliott had eight touchdowns last year. He's He's predicted to have 12. What do you think? More. More than eight. More than eight, right? More than eight. 12 is a nice amount. Yeah. I don't know if he gets that, though, but I agree. More or less, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had five last year. They're predicting nine. Less than nine, but more than five. 
less than nine, but more than five. Okay. Now he's another guy where he had a high ankle sprain mm-hmm. in, the, in the in the past couple weeks. Here he should be okay to go. Where does he get drafted? Another guy in there, sneaky. Wait, drafted way too high last year. Wait, you know the hype. The hype blew up real quick at the end, right before the draft, and people were snagging him up. And then he was just an average, an average guy. Um, Austin Eckler. Now that I gave you that information before, had three touchdowns last year. Their prediction is eight. He's gonna go over three. He's gonna go over eight, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think he's can be like a twelve guy, right around what Zeke does or so, because of the way he catches the ball. Alvin Kamara had 21 touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> 21 touchdowns last year. They predict 11. I think he has more than 11, but he absolutely has less than 21. And he I had, agree. what, five or six of those in one game in the fantasy football championship against me? So, yeah. That, he had, to, oh my gosh, insane. If he had uh, 18 last year, I win. You know? Yeah, yeah, just a couple less, and it's good, and you're mint, and it's on. You could have thought a monster. 21 Uh, is insane. 11 is a little too less. I think he has about, like, maybe 13 or so, 13, 15 maybe. Not 21, though, Alvin Kamara. I'd say say 14, so, yeah, 13 or 15. That range, 13 to 15, I think he's right in there. Tyreek Hill, uh, 17 last year, 17 touchdowns last year. 11 is the prediction for this year. I'll go again, 13 to 15 touchdowns. I agree. So we're going a little over the projected, um, close to what he did last year, but not quite. Um, I hope he has 21. Yeah, that'd be great. That's that's if he ends up on my team. Uh Um, Derrick Henry, 17 last year. Their prediction is 15. I think he has less. I think he has less than 15. I think he'll be a 12 guy this year. I think there's... If Julio plays, I think they're going to do a lot with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, A.J. Brown's going to get loose a lot. Uh, I still think Derrick Henry's obviously going to score his, but I think there's more mouths to feed now. I agree. Now let's go with some guys who were injured last year, got injured either in the beginning, middle, whatever it may be, just didn't play a full year. Mm-hmm. How do you think that they do? Um, we don't got to go too in depth. We can go back and forth. Christian McCaffrey, I feel like we talked about him. Mm-hmm. We both think he's going to have a good year, right? Very good. Great year, I think. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. That's one. That's one guy I was looking at in my mock drafts that I was really, really trying not to get him because mm-hmm. he's so up in the air. But yeah. if he slips far enough and someone grabs him and he has a great year, he could be a really big difference maker. But um, I think he, I think he has a better year. I think the Browns. I think the Browns are going to be pretty good. It sucks to say because our division is always so tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, the AFC North, but I think that I think he could have a decent year. I think he could have a better year. It's all about health with him. He, yeah. There's no there's no doubt in his skill set. It's just whether or not he's going to be healthy. So we'll see. Yeah, I think I think also it comes to do they finally make that connection together? Him and Baker Mayfield. He went out in week seven with an ACL injury. Odell Beckham. Does he get that connection with with Baker Mayfield so that he could really get back to? his potential and his greatness that he is. I think he does have a good comeback here. I think he does very well as well. Um, Julio Jones. Julio Jones goes over to Tennessee. Can he stay healthy? His foot has always been an issue. Does he go over there and really put the icing on the Tennessee Titans cake 
and let them make a deep run, I think he does stay healthy. I think they ease him into it. I think he frees up A.J. Brown to be even better, Derrick Henry to have even more yards, and that's why I even like even Derrick Derek Henry even more yeah. in fantasy football. Now we're adding Julio Jones on that team. How do you feel? Yeah, that might be – I mean, that's another way to look at it. More mouse to feed, but also more weapons to worry about if you're a defense. So uh, you can't really pack the, pack the box like they usually do against him because they might spread things out with Julio – being such a big target, but just getting back to Julio, I, I think it's the same scenario. There's no doubt of, of his talent. There's no doubt of his potential. It's all in his in his health, and I think that I think that this year will be good for him. I think that a lot of the pressure is off him this mm-hmm. year, and compared to other years, it's everyone knows who the ball is going to. Obviously, last year with the immersion of uh, Calvin Ridley, it helped out a little bit. But yeah. then he starts dealing with the ankle injury. So um, I think Julio has a good year. I think Julio has a great year. Nice. All right, let's wrap up with these three, and then we'll wrap up the episode, get it out there for people, and I can put Sonny to sleep because I don't know if that y'all hear, heard him in the background, a little, little whiny guy. <laughs> um, one of my favorite guys, like I said before, my favorite guy, Dak Prescott coming off an injury. Um, I think Dak has a great comeback year, very successful. Leads the team to multiple, multiple wins. Like I said, I think they win the division. I think they make a really deep run. Mm-hmm. I think he love. I know he loves the game, and I know his love for the game is going to really make him a superstar in this league. And I think this is the year where he has a huge MVP run. I really do. Um, so I really like what he does. I want to ask you about this guy, though, Joe Burrow, guy you had on your th- How do you think Joe comes back? Well, first thing I wanted to touch on Dak Prescott real quick. Okay. Okay. If if not MVP, I definitely got him for my comeback player of the year. Okay. Um, But Joe Burrow, I really, really hope that he has a good season. I love Joe Burrow. Um, I think that his accuracy and arm strength are going to carry him no matter what he does. But I think mobility is such a big part of his game. And I really hope that this doesn't affect that. Um, Mm. I really hope that the. Uh, Bengals see what they have to do in terms of protecting him, mm-hmm. um, but his skill his skill set is is very diverse, and I, I have no doubt that he'll he'll be a great quarterback uh, sometime down the road. But I think there might be an adjustment period for him in the beginning of this season. Yeah, I hope he does really well. I like him getting Jamar Chase, his boy from L- from um, LSU, yeah, LSU, yes, um, coming over. T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, I like him. Now that he's in the backfield by himself, no Giovanni Bernard can help can help Joe Burrow out mm-hmm. a lot to ease back into this. I really hope he's successful. I love I like Joe Burrow a lot, man. He's a really big time in the NFL. And lastly, Saquon Barkley, guy coming off another um, pretty major injury, a guy who is so explosive, mm-hmm. so good. I really um, am praying for this guy to have a successful season because the NFL is better when Saquon Barkley is on the field mm-hmm. and, and giving us those exciting runs. So my prediction for him is a really big year. He challenges Dak Prescott for comeback player of the year. So I think both those guys had a really big year. How about you? Yeah, I like that. It's all, once again, with same thing with Odell, same thing with him. It's all about his health, obviously. Uh, there's yeah. no doubt that that dude can, can ball. He can flat out run the football. And he's a competitor, and I think that he'll have a great year as as long as he's healthy and as long as the Giants figure something out. 
of how to take the workload off him a little bit. Definitely. Respect the chat podcast, man. Came back at y'all with episode oh, yeah. 117. We're going to be coming back with more stuff. Wanted to give you a little, you know, deep dive into what we were thinking about fantasy. We're going to go deeper as it goes into the fantasy season. Mm-hmm. We got the family fantasy football draft coming up here pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Ryan is heading to the beach, so we wanted to get an episode in, man. Have a good time. Oh, brother. yeah. I know you're tomorrow, right? Yes, sir. Tomorrow, bright and early. So nice. You'll be a great time. Go out. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a great time. Ocean City, Maryland, you know, it's last vacation before before the fall. So for my birthday, too, actually, which is coming up. So. Ooh, doggy. Here we go, we're man. A lot old. of exciting things old, coming though. our way. So holla at us. Respect the chat podcast. We out. Peace. Ah, shoot.